Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Monday, April 17th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, what Kevin McCarthy will say on the debt limit. Number two, Jim Jordan versus New York. And number three, the Senate's back and there's a lot of action teed up this week. All right, Jake, let's get into it. First, a big thank you for holding down the fort here for the past week or so uh, as I was off. So uh, excited to get back into it. And as always, coming off of a two-week recess, there is a ton to get to. We are leading this morning's newsletter uh, with the fact that a lot of House Republicans are going to be in New York uh, City today, but in particular... Uh, Speaker Kevin McCarthy really trying to amp up the pressure here on the debt limit and negotiations with uh, that are basically non-existent with President Joe Biden. That's right. Um, so two House, two key House Republicans are in New York today. First is Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, and Jim Jordan, uh, not the Speaker of the House, but quite powerful, the the, the House Judiciary Committee Chairman. Um, and uh, two different things going on. Let's talk. Let's start with McCarthy. So McCarthy is going to the New York Stock Exchange this week, uh, today rather. Uh, he is trying to draw comparisons. Um, to Ronald Reagan, who doesn't, who among us has not tried to compare themselves to Ronald Reagan, but I've um, ever done that, Jake, really? <laughs> yeah, I haven't either, actually. But um, okay. the the goal here is to try to instill some, um, you know, uh, I would say urgency in the debt limit um, because he uh, there there have been no talks, zero talks in the last almost three months now, two and a half months between Joe Biden and uh, Kevin McCarthy now. Uh, Biden says he'll talk to McCarthy. McCarthy's just got to put out his budget. The House Republicans are not putting out a budget uh, of any, uh, uh, at least they have no plans to at this point before the debt limit. And um, McCarthy is going to New York and will say, I haven't heard from the White House since our first meeting. President Biden has been missing in action and misleading the public. That's what McCarthy plans to say in some excerpts we have exclusively this morning. Um, But listen, we reported last week um, the details of the House Republican package, what they're trying to get through the chamber in the next couple of weeks. And that's a. a debt limit bill to through May 2024, because who doesn't want a debt limit in the middle of a presidential election um, and uh, a bunch of other provisions, including limiting bu- budget growth to one percent annually for the next 10 years, n- no, uh, getting rid of student loan forgiveness, repealing green tax credits, work requirements for social programs, H.R. 1, the Reigns Act. So this is a um, basically a grab bag of Republican um, uh policies that has no chance of getting through the Senate or being signed by Joe Biden. But the goal here is to try to get Biden to the the negotiating table. Yeah, super interesting look in terms of just uh, in this morning's uh, newsletter about kind of how House Republicans have had to pivot and change their strategy since they uh, are not doing a budget, right? And the whole point of this is to attempt to pass this through the House in the next two weeks, it, which is going to be challenging, Jake. I mean, this oh, is yeah. not like this is this package is going to pass, you know, very easily, right? We don't even know if this is going to be end up being successful. But the new strategy is to pass this because there's a belief among GOP leadership um, that if they pass anything, 
that the White House will negotiate. Um, and so this is kind of, as you said, grab bag of GOP kind of wish list. Uh, clearly not going to be in the foul in the final package, but gives them something at least to kind of go to the Biden administration uh, with because there is this growing anxiety, right, about the fact that the talks need to get restarted, uh, that they need to, you know, this is going to all come to a head really quickly here. And there isn't a lot of legislative days where Congress is going to be in town for them to actually get something finished. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. No one likes raising the debt ceiling, voting to raise the debt ceiling. So um, whether McCarthy could get this through or not is an open question. Um, and uh, whether or not it's a good strategy is an open question. Now, the question is, will this prompt the Biden administration to would it, will it push them to the negotiating table? You know, I, we've gotten some signals that it will um, from that side of Pennsylvania Avenue. But hard, far from a sure thing. And by the way, work requirements are very, very uh, risky for House Republicans. It's a bad vote for a lot of um, uh, moderate members. We'll have to see if, it, if we'll have to see if they vote for it. I'm not convinced. We'll have to see. Two other quick things before we move on. Uh, we have a scoop this morning that Senator Marsha Blackburn, the Republican from Tennessee, is endorsing Donald Trump from president. We also have a new statement from Representative Josh Gottheimer, the Democrat from New Jersey, defending House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries after a story last week in CNN showed that he had defended Louis Farrakhan and Leonard Jeffries, his uncle, after they made bigoted remarks. You can get all of the details on both of those statements in the newsletter this this morning. Let's move on to the number two story of the morning. Uh, the Judiciary Watch. Uh, McCarthy is not the only House Republican in New York City today. As you mentioned at the top, Jim Jordan, the Republican from Ohio, in also the House Judiciary Committee chairman, is going to be uh, there looking at trying to kind of shame uh, the Big Apple for crime. And in particular, uh, this is kind of coming to the fore as former President Donald Trump's indictment by a Manhattan grand jury followed a long probe by D.A. Alvin Bragg. Yeah, this is Jim Jordan's. Um, uh, it's kind of interesting. Obviously, they say this has been a long planned hearing about violence in New York. Must be just really exquisite timing that it comes right after Alvin Bragg indicted Donald Trump. Um, uh, so I, you know, I think this is going to be. First of all, Alvin Bragg and Eric Adams, two central figures in New York City when it comes to public safety and and things of that nature, are not testifying, um, and we're not um, we're not invited to testify. They are. Adams is doing a. a a, a news conference at, with Jerry Nadler right before the hearing. So that'll be interesting. And um, they have a, it, it, it's going to be just a complete circus, to be honest with you. Uh, Mika Soliner from our team is up there in New York. She's covering this. Uh, we will have coverage throughout the day. Um, but uh, what else could you say here, Anna? It's just an absolutely um, the politics here are just very fascinating vis-a-vis -vis Trump. Absolutely. And just the, to your point, the media circus, the circus in general, when it involves uh, the former president, just intensifies greatly. I think also important to note, special guests at the hearing will be uh, House Republican Conference Chair Elise Stefanik, as well as Democrat 
Representative Dan Goldman. He represents the district in which the hearing will be had, held. Also, I, I found interesting that you know a lot of the the members uh, on the Democratic side had uh, boycotted a recent hearing that the same committee did down on the border. This time, that is not the strategy that Democrats are uh, are employing. No, Democrats are going to this hearing. Um, this is not they, as you noted, they they have boycotted other other uh, field hearings, but this is a um, this is a different tack from them. They'll be there in New York to push back on Jim Jordan. All right, let's on to the number three story of the morning. Andrew Desidero has a great look this morning on just the packed schedule, a number of issues uh, that the Senate is going to be facing as it returns from a, a recess so over the Easter break. Uh, in particular, all eyes are going to be on Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. He was back in the Capitol on Friday for the first time since early March. And later today, he'll return to a Senate that has a lot on its plate. He's also going to be speaking later today. Um, so I think a lot of people are going to be, you know, looking at to him to see what what his, you know, what his positioning is. In particular, a lot of folks questioning and wondering what his future is in the Senate. Um, but it's going to be a busy couple of of, uh, of weeks here. Jake, you want to? Go down the, the list of things we're looking at. Yeah, a few things to notice to highlight. Number one, you're right about McConnell. There's a photo that came out of him in the Capitol on Friday, um, walking on his own, looking, you know, tough to say, but looks pretty good, um, given he was just out for, I guess it was a, almost more than a month. Um, so he, a couple interesting things to, to note. Uh, Julie Sue, who is the president's nominee to be labor secretary, going to face uh, rough rowing in the Capitol. Joe Manchin has publicly expressed doubt about her. We'll have to see how that turns out. Uh, Diane Feinstein has has said she'll step off the Judiciary Committee temporarily so they could get some uh, judges through. Now, th this will require Schumer using the floor to try to get it through uh, to offer a unanimous consent agreement, basically they need Republican cooperation without getting too much into the weeds. Unclear if Republicans are going to help her do that. Tom Cotton has signaled he isn't interested in helping them do that. Um, we have we'll have a classified briefing on Wednesday about those um, leaked documents that have been all over the news in the last couple of weeks. And uh, Chuck Schumer has a, a um, resolution condemning Donald Trump's calls to defund federal law enforcement, a purely political move, because that's a resolution that's a resolution. It just it's a sense of the Senate. It doesn't mean anything uh, practically, but will put a uh, will seek to uh, jam up Republicans. All right. Lots of action that we will be covering uh, all the way through, as well as I, I would expect a lot of uh, discussions around the Supreme Court uh, and Clarence Thomas and the Supreme Court ethics. Uh, that is going to be something that you're going to hear a lot from, particularly uh, Judiciary Committee Chairman Dick Durbin, uh, as well as other Democrats on that panel. So uh, no shortage of things that we will be all over uh, this week. Also just wanted to note, we have an event that I'm super excited about uh, on May 9th at 8.30 a.m. It's called Women Challenging Washington. We have senators from both sides of the aisle, members of Congress from both sides of the aisle to talk about how women are working in a bipartisan manner to disrupt the partisan culture on Capitol Hill. We're also going to be doing some interesting networking conversations as well as headshot opportunities for all attendees. You can sign up for that event uh, at our events hub at punchbowl.news. As always, 
If you like The Daily Punch, the best way for folks to find out about us is for you to tell them, share it on social media. We appreciate it. You can also sign up for our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.